Psalm 91. If you are there, let me hear you say amen. amen. The Bible says, he that dwelleth. Did you see the word? What does it mean? Dwell. Means to remain. To tarry. You cannot dwell and be visiting. Dwell means you moved your residence. <laughs> he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and buckler thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flyeth by day for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. The Bible says, A thousand, somebody shout, A thousand, shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Somebody say, Shall not come nigh me. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Lord, anoint your word. Release life to everyone under the sound of my voice. Anoint these lips of clay that every word that proceeds from my mouth will be the anointed word of God. That would change the lives and the destinies of your people. Break yokes this morning, lift burdens. Let there be a turnaround in the lives of your people. And take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And God's people shout a big amen. amen. Clap your hands and give God praise. You may be seated. Every believer must live with a daily consciousness and awareness. For the need to pray and to keep praying. Every believer. You must live with a daily consciousness. Of the need to pray. And to keep praying. Tell your neighbor pray and keep praying. If you ask me pastor what are you speaking about this morning. I'm speaking on the need of prayer. The importance of prayer. And consistent prayer. As the doorway to the supernatural. Psalm 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Keywords, dwelleth. Everybody say dwell. dwell. Dwell means for you to stay and to be comfortable. You cannot dwell in a place where it's not comfortable. 
Except the place of prayer becomes conducive for your destiny. Supernatural will be far from you. Power will not come near you. So you must understand that the place of prayer is what we call the secret place. A man that knows how to dwell in the secret place will be confident in public. Things that will happen for you that will cause people to wonder. Secrets are not done in the public. No man reveals the secrets of battle in the public. If there is no need for secrets, there will be nothing like CIA. Have you ever seen someone in the CIA and he wears the badge, I work for the CIA? No! If he does that, he has retired. We have many retired CIA believers. They think they are still there, but they are not. When I used to pray, hear the terminology. When I used to, I used to pray. When you hear that terminology, it's a person that has lost the address to the secret place. I was sitting with my wife yesterday. I said people are looking for the accurate time and place to pray. If you stay around me, you will keep hearing this terminology. There is nothing like fantastic prayer. There's nothing, there's no conducive time to pray. Wherever prayer meets you is where you pray. <laughs> are you hearing me? That thing the scripture says, he that dwelleth in the secret place, there is it's not in your bedroom. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me help you understand. The word secret place is not the place that makes it secret. It is what is being said. It is what is being done that makes it secret. It is the sensitivity of what is being communicated that makes it secret. So listen to me. Have you discovered that even Osama bin Laden was hidden in plain sight? So something can be important. Have you ever heard of the word open secret? Sometimes, if you want to hide something, there's people that really want to hide something important. They don't hide it. They don't go look for a place and dig it and hide it. They can just put it and they, all they do is that they disguise it. So, do you know we can all be here and a man can be in the secret place controlling things in the chamber because inside of you, you carry the presence of God. He that dwelleth in the secret place. The Bible says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. And guess what? The Most High does no more, he doesn't dwell in houses anymore. The Bible says he dwells inside of us because we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So therefore, if you are looking for a secret place, that secret place should be between you and God. Wherever you and God meet is where the secret place is. When God wants to communicate with you, God, God will never reveal a secret to you inside the middle of everybody here. No, he will not do that. If there is no more a secret, it's a prophecy. When God announces what he's going to do for you in the presence of everybody, it's not a secret. It's a prophecy. That is to tell you, I'm announcing it. But listen to me, he will not announce for you anything in the public that he has not told you in private. Do you know why many people cannot recognize 
the prophetic word because they never heard it in private. So even when pastor is releasing it, they don't know it's their own. But if I tell you I'm giving you a black Mercedes-Benz with plate number GL656, whatever the number is, I told you in private, and I called the number. Now the owner of Mercedes-Benz GL65, you will stand up because you had the code in secret. He that dwelleth, you must learn to dwell. Tell your neighbor you must learn to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Now if you ask me, Pastor, what is this? The secret place is the place of prayer. Most people don't like it. A lot of people like the concerts. A lot of people like the lights, the phone. Anything that you get in public is open to many. It's open to many. May God not give you a public breakthrough that everybody can get. Because it's common knowledge. It's common knowledge. But if it gives you a personal secret, it is personal to you. No other person knows how to walk it than you. May God give you a personal blessing. I like the next word, shall abide. I will take just that first line and I will go to where I'm going. You know the rest. The Bible says, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, pay attention to the key word, next key word, shadow. The word shadow simply means that there's a re-image. That is to say, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High is guaranteed of the presence of God. Because for you to see a shadow, that means it's a real image. So when you dwell in the secret place, that is a guarantee that you have the presence of God with you. That means God is in that place. So you know why the Bible says, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty? Because you cannot see God and live. So you see his shadow. I don't know whether anybody understand what I just said. You dwell in the secret place. It is a secret place of the most high. You will now abide under the shadow. So even though you don't see him physically, but you can be rest assured that when you see his image, the shadow of God, you feel comfortable. No wonder he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. What is the next thing? For thou, when you have the shadow of the Almighty, you are not afraid of the shadow of death. What shadow is surrounding you? You know, some people, the shadow that surrounds them is the shadow of bad marriage, the shadow of failure, the shadow of sickness. A man that knew. The secret place that walked in the secret place and enjoyed the secret place. That man is called Elijah. Listen to this. Elijah in the book of James chapter 5 verse 17, the Bible says Elijah was a man of like passion. ESV says he was a man with a nature like ours. Elijah was a man like you and me. He was a natural man. And the Bible says, and he prayed what? Come on, let me hear you say it. He prayed what? He, Elijah was a man of prayer. 
He prayed earnestly. And the Bible says, and he declared, there shall be no rain for three and a half years until I say so. And God shut the heavens. When you are a man of prayer, when you declare things, God responds. I don't know that you understand. When we, that is the supernatural right there. The, the, the code, the remote control. You know, before now, before now, we had this TV that had two buttons. One of them was UHF. One of them was VHF. And you have to put one of the top buttons on that channel. Whichever frequency. Then you take one of those buttons and you move it. My God. Until you locate the channel. It takes prayer to locate the channel of power. My God. You didn't hear me. Except you pray. You are like a, listen to me. Prayer will move the dial into the place where you can locate the channel. Oh my God. You don't, you are, you don't understand what I'm saying. The dial that moves it into UHF or VHF. If you don't move it, if you like turn that button, you can break it. You won't get no channel. But prayer will move the dial. Prayer. Prayer is powerful. And you know what? It is not prayer one time. It is dwelling. Tell your neighbor dwell. Any church that does not pray is a powerless church. Any, any church that does not pray is a social club. There's nothing that differentiates you from the community of professionals of sciences or arts. A pastor that does not pray is a lecture giver. You are, you are, you are a Bible knowledge teacher. Did you notice that Jesus was different from the Pharisees and the Sadducees because he came in power. The Bible says what manner of man is this? That teaches with such authority. Said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach glad tidings to the poor. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Ah, to open the eyes of the blind. It takes power to open the eyes of the blind. It takes power. But that power cannot be released except in the place of prayer. Listen to me. If you, it is, prayer is an open secret. Let me announce to you now. It's open secret. If you don't go there, you are powerless. You are just doing religion. Tell your neighbor you must pray. Say like you mean you must pray. Elijah was a man of like passion. He commanded that there be no rain for three and a half years and God heard his voice. When you dwell in the secret place, God becomes familiar with your voice. Consistent prayer cannot be maintained apart from discipline. It takes discipline. You must discipline yourself. I tell you the truth. Any leader that does not pray is a figurehead. 
You are a community organizer. You are people that organizes people's common interest. It takes discipline and you must maintain it. The first time you do it, it's not sweet. But you keep doing it. You keep doing it until it becomes a part of you. Ask people that go to the gym. The first day they go to the gym, is it easy? For sometimes, the hardest days of the gym is the first few days you go. Because you know what? Sometimes the muscles need to be expanded. The reason why sometimes it seems like prayer is so tough for many of us is because God is trying to expand our spiritual muscle. You kneel down, you're almost sleeping. Keep kneeling. Don't worry. Keep kneeling. One day after a while, you'll be awake. Keep kneeling. Some people cannot kneel because they have arthritis. Well, it takes power to cure arthritis, so keep kneeling. You will kneel to a point when power is released. All of a sudden, you discover that the pains are gone. Oh my God. Oh my God. Tell your neighbor, you must pray. You must pray. Every believer must make prayer and consistent. And when I'm talking about prayer, I'm talking about consistent prayer. Tell your neighbor, consistent prayer. When we're talking about for supernatural, I'm talking about consistently. Consistent prayer must be a priority. You must guard the time of prayer. You must have a strong plan. You must have a need. If you don't have a need, when you go to the place of prayer, you won't know what to say. I told people it takes, it takes power to check the, the boxes of destiny. What I mean is when you have a plan, except your plans, if you have more answers than questions, maybe you don't need to pray. But when you see that your children need answers, your wife needs answers, you yourself, you need answers, and you don't even know what tomorrow holds for you, you better go to the one who holds tomorrow. A man that prays, he gets into his future and is not scared. Because by the time you pray, you have spoken things into your future before you get there. We must make prayer a priority. We must have a strong plan of prayer. What will you pray about? You have that plan. Where will you pray? You must have that place. Where will you pray? You must have that time. You must have that time that is set for you. And listen to me, when you have that time, God will go there and wait for you. Whenever you have a prayer plan and a prayer place, what happens is immediately, have you discovered that immediately you get in the strength comes into you. Ask, just, just take Anytime you get into that place of prayer, or you get into that, if it is kneeling, when you get into that mode, all of a sudden strength is released to you. Because that, at that point in time, it is the strength of God that is carrying you. If prayer does not get you excited, you need to check your vital signs. You know why? Because prayer is God's gift to us. That's the opportunity to be able to communicate with God. For you to communicate with divinity. If that does not excite you, there is something fundamentally wrong. If communicating with God, that is the higher power, does not excite you, then there is something wrong. Maybe your life is insane. Then you need to repent. Because God does not hear the prayer of a sinner. But listen to me. Even if you are going to repent, it takes prayer to repent. So you might as well pray. Tell your neighbor you must pray. <laughs> to know God, to walk with him, you must embrace the altar of prayer. You must have an altar of prayer. And you must be familiar with that place. A God that you are not familiar with in private will not respond to you in public. A God that you are not familiar with in private, you can't get his response in public. A God that you are not familiar in private. And listen to me, even though husbands and wives like to pray, you must have a personal time with God. 
The Bible says every man must work out their salvation with fear and trembling. We may have corporate prayer, but you must have that personal relationship with God. There is a place for corporate blessing and there is a place for private blessing. They say, listen to me, if you don't embrace that place of prayer, all you will get will be corporate blessing. And you know what? In every corporation, there are levels. Some are cleaners. They are employees. Some are supervisors. They are employees. Some are CEOs. They are employees. All of us. <laughs> but the level to which we can download from the company is dependent on your level in that company. So when in a church, listen to me, any church hierarchy that is based on people's degrees, we fail. It will fail. You notice that Jesus, the people he called, he called fishermen. He called as collectors. In fact, he called a man called Nathaniel that was just sitting under a tree. He called different types of people. But you discover that the ones that were solid, Peter, James, John, they were people that knew how to pray. He was able to differentiate disciples from others in the place of prayer. When you pray, God will reveal himself to you. Do, have you ever heard of the word, the mount of transfiguration? It took only prayer people to see Jesus transfigured. When you pray, God will reveal his, his real image to you. Oh, I don't know whether you understand. May God reveal himself to you in this season in the name of Jesus. I'll show you. Elijah was a man. He prayed. Elijah told Ahab. He said there will be no rain. There will be no rain until I fulfill. If you go to 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. After destroying the prophets of Baal. You all know that story. I don't want to go into that. Destroying the prophets of Baal. Now go to verse 41. After he announced it. Whenever you make a plan. You must, you must go to the secret place. You see. Everybody has a plan for the year. If your plans are big, your prayer plan better be big. If your plans are bigger than your prayer plan, you will have many unchecked boxes. You know why? Because when it comes to the final decision making, it takes power. It will be power versus power. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you say you want to get married this year and you are not in the secret place. How many of you know that when you start planning wedding is when you begin to see unusual things begin to happen. All of a sudden people that used to get along before don't get along again. Un unusual things. So your prayer plan must be greater than your physical plan. If not, your plans will fail. I'm saying it. If not, some of your answers will be downgraded from A to B. In 1 Kings chapter 18, Elijah said, verse 31, Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of what? He made a proclamation to Ahab. Look at verse 42. And Ahab went to eat and drink. Elijah made a proclamation. One would have expected that. Elijah would say, oh yeah, you know I proclaimed it. I said it. I said I'm going to do it. Look at what Elijah did. And the Bible says, so Ahab went to eat and drink. And Elijah went to the top of what? Mount. That you announce something and people are going forward to go do it. 
you should go to the secret place because it is the secret place that you are going to cause the things to really happen the way you said. You have written an exam. Don't write that exam and say, <laughs> I answered all the questions. Oh, everything is fine. So people finish an exam, they go start celebrating. The result is not out. Between the exam writing and the result published, a lot of things can happen. What of it that day the man decides something just happens to his brain and there's computer malfunction? I better tell you, I'm te- I lie not. I lie not. I lie not as servant of God. Between when you turn in the application and when the bosses consider your application and make the decision, you need to enter the secret place. Tell your neighbor you need to enter the secret place. Pull up that scripture again as I close this service. And the Bible says, and he went up to the top of Mount Carmel and he cast himself. What did he do? He cast himself what? Down. Whenever you know a decision is being made in your life, don't sit down. Enter the secret place. For you to say he cast himself, that means he made himself comfortable in the place. He said, God, you are the only one that can make this thing happen. You heard that they are they want to make four CEOs in your company. And they told you they are going to consider you. And you sat down. And you sat down. You wrote an exam. And they told you this exam is the last chance. And you, you, you sat down. They wrote you up on the job. And you say, oh, you are complaining. I don't know why this supervisor hates me. And you know it's your last chance. You know it's your last chance. Or they will fire you. You better go to the person that made the supervisor. 